Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Uh, we are back. It's muggins and cream on the road. In well, Belgique. In what? Belgique. That's how they say Belgium and Belgish. In Belgish. <laughs> I called it Belgian last night on stage. I was like, oh, I find it a miracle that you can talk to each other in Belgian and then just switch to English. And they were and like, I was like, yeah, there's no such a language as Belgian. It's uh, it's French, French, German, and Flemish. Which, when they said French, German, and Flemish. Like, I thought Flemish was like a fake language, like uh, gibberish. Oh, or French. French, <laughs> just any of them. Anything that isn't English. Oh, uh, um, you know, I, I wanted to uh, correct, this is, a, this is a correction from something I said uh, in the last podcast. I was listening over it as I uploaded it, Aye. and I mentioned about the... Um, People in the house putting photos of their children up, right. and the only people that the only other person has a photo up is Kim Jong Un. Yeah. And I said the dictator of South Korea. Oh, it's North Korea instead of North Korea. Right. Now, um, on the back door of this podcast, you can see where people have been listening from, and we've got like a lot of people in Australia, a lot of people in America, uh, quite a few in Europe. Uh, one South Korean who was just sitting there angrily, being like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> South Korean just going mental. Uh, sorry, one South Korean person. Yeah. Also, can we not make it an ongoing thing that at the start of the show we have to go through the corrections of all the things we got wrong in the last episode? Oh, no, I Otherwise, that'll yeah. be the whole fucking podcast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which actually, we've, uh, because, of, because of this, because we're, we're so uninformed, we're going to add a game this week, which is uh, fake lies. Fantastic lies. Because like, oh. you find like if you can just bullshit confidently. All right, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to fantastic lies in a bit. We could just, just yeah. go through. But yeah, I, I felt that that was a noteworthy correction for the one South Korean listener. All right, so yeah, by the way, we'll find out next episode when we upload this one, see if that South Korean is gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, if, see if we've got no listeners in South Korea. It's fucking your fault, cunt. And as well, uh, looking at the back door of the website, because I do... I, because could, uh, you, could you not call it the back door? But I'm looking at the back door. <laughs> just sounds so... Cr- just uh, looking through the back the door back of the website. Because like, Daniel, as soon as he puts the mic down, he's done, and I do all the uploading shit. I all fucking that. set up the whole thing. What do you mean? You, well, you have to click upload one button. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're like you're like you're like those parents that act like fucking martyrs. No, I'm just saying. Like, oh, this morning I had to wake up. Right, I put Frozen in the DVD player. Right? I put two slices of toast on. Didn't even eat the toast. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of my day. Live. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've just you've just put that on Facebook, so you've clearly got some spare time. Oh, <laughs> I've had such a stressful day so far. Get off Facebook then. Well, let me change my tone. I wasn't saying that as it was. Oh, it's a big deal that I've got to do this extra. Aye. But I get to see all of the stats and stuff like that because I'm on the login. And um, I found out that we were like fucking doing really good in iTunes. Like, well, 49 were like in the top 50 in iTunes. Mm. And since then, our listenership has went up and up and up. And we've been getting more and more people listening. But uh, one person gave us a one-star review and just knocked us off the rankings. Did we get a one-star review? Fucking cow. That said it was like uh, joining in with two of your mates and you haven't been caught up on that in jokes. Yeah. 
fucking... There's a spot, like, was there not a five-star oh, review? Did you, did you feel fucking left out there, did you? <laughs> you feel a little bit left out? <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Go and fucking leave a one-star review. Shut up, oh. wet dreams. Well, no, it worked, though. It but, worked. She, but she did stick to the rules. It was one star, a five-star. Yes, yeah, does. And so. she... St- so, f- Hi. so the cunt that gave us a four-star, <laughs> fucking muggle. <laughs> Uh, uh, just before we go any further, we would like to do uh, thank you to everyone who came out to both the Greb shows and sold those both out. They were very good fun, as was uh, Brussels last night, which was absolutely fucking rammed, um, which is great. So thank you, everyone that's coming to the tour so far. We'll give you the rest of the dates at the end of the podcast. So, but none of you have been shit yet. Nah, it's been great, hasn't like it? Like, every single one has been a fucking really good gig. And nice, like, nice chatting to everyone afterwards. We'll right. always meet people in the audience, so shout out to everyone we spoke to that might be listening to this. And also, I went somewhere you didn't, Daniel, because you had a little bit of work to do. Right. And I went to a museum. Why? Right. The Museum of Broken Relationships. It's fucking amazing. Which was in uh, Zagreb. So the, this museum was set up by a couple who broke up and stayed... That's awkward. Yeah, they're both artists. Uh, and they broke up, and they were like awkward. But they were like they broke up, but decided they were going to make a museum because there was like they didn't know what to do with some things, you know, that were theirs, like yeah. both of theirs. Like if we were broke, if we broke up, me and Muggins and Cream broke up, oh. what would we do with Tom Horton? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom. Well, no, but you and me stand. Tom would you, have to go in the museum. No, you and me would stand at opposite corners of the room, right? Shout his name and see who came to first. You and Natalie did this at a wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So me and Kai's girlfriend Natalie are very, very good uh, friends, uh, occasional lovers, and <laughs> one wedding where you were on pills. Yep. Uh, <laughs> classic Blythe wedding. <laughs> classic Blythe wedding. Natalie was going. She's like, oh, he's so lovely, so lovely. And I'm like, he's not. He's a piece of shit. She's like, well, you don't love him as much as I do. And I'm like, oh, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true that I do not love him as much as you do. But just be aware that he loves me more than he loves you. She's like, that's not <laughs> no. true. I suck his dick. And I'm like, yeah, which makes it even sadder that he loves me more. <laughs> like, like, you've got weapons in your arsenal right, that I can't do. Yeah, he still loves me more. And she's like, oh, prove it. I went, right, you stand over there. I'll stand over here. We'll both shout his name and see who he comes to. And she said your name a good Four or five times, and I just went, Kai. And you went, Yeah, mate, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing that you have to remember if you had the drug bag. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, I... Like, it's like, it's like getting a dog to come to either corner of the room, but one of them's got chocolate in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You fucking just, cheated. It, and Natalie, I know you're listening, just so you know, he values drugs over your vagina there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she's got a massive drug pouch. <laughs> <laughs> Storage. <laughs> Um, so, because no, no, no. like that's that thing about the museum, like, oh, what are we gonna do with all this stuff that's perfect? Like, when I broke up with my last girlfriend, some of her stuff was at mine, and Jean uh, was like, oh, when are you gonna give her it back? I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna throw it in a fucking river. Yeah, like who gives a shit? Yeah, I had, I had that way. I had a, a like it was a, a breakup, like early like teenage breakup, let's say. And uh, she was like, oh, when are you gonna come and get your Cisco CD? <laughs> I'm just like throw it over the allotment wall. <laughs> like, I don't like stop using the fucking Cisco CD. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it, like whenever I break up with someone, right? Up, I'm I'm willing to accept up to five hundred pounds of loss if I never have to see them again. Yeah. Like, oh like, you left, oh you left your Kindle, you left your favorite shoes, you left your fucking pocket watch that your granddad left you before he died. Keep it, like keep unless, it. I'll get new things. Unless you've got my memory card with me saved data from Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> and siphon filter on, I am not going to step foot in your street. 
<laughs> so, I so, just, like, it's that thing, oh, we can still be friends. Whenever you break out with someone, they're like, we can still be friends. It's like your parents going, oh, your dog's died, but you can still play with it. You can pet it. <laughs> <laughs> Will it fetch the ball anymore? No. no. Uh, uh, only if you throw it directly at it. <laughs> I mean, I throw stones at her. <laughs> you throw stones at a dead dog. Which is a metaphor for a broken relationship right. that tries to stay friends. Um, so this museum was fucking pretty cool. There was some like good items. There was like some people that got torn apart by war and stuff like that, and had to, like you know like move by shrapnel and shit like that. You know, it was like quite historic. In the yeah, torn apart. <laughs> um, the relationships were torn apart, yeah. and the limbs. Oh, speaking of torn apart, there was a, a teddy in there. This was a fucking psycho one. So most of the things that were cute, had a good story. This was psychotic. There was this caterpillar, right? I'm going to say it was about a foot long. This is based on uh, a Subway sandwich. It was about the size of a sub. Right? It had a fox's head with a caterpillar's body. And it had, like, 12 legs on each side, but, like, eight of them had been ripped off. And there was four left on each side. Right. So eight ripped off on each side, four left on each side. And then um, the note was that they were living in a long-distance relationship in different countries. And every time they saw each other, they took a leg off the caterpillar in that they were going to get married when it had no legs left, but they broke up when there was still that is legs left. And sadistic. Like, they said, sadly, at the end, the, the caterpillar will never become a full invalid. <laughs> and they thought that was a romantic... That is... Psychopathy to a, a different degree. I'm glad you didn't have kids. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, when we when we rip the legs and arms off this one, when we see each other, we'll have another. <laughs> yeah, it's like the opposite of hangman. <laughs> Every time you say I love you, that is. Oh. So it was gross. But there was some like really nice stuff in there. And then there was like this one about like parents as well, like losing parents and stuff. And there was this fucking really tragic one about this dad that never played a part in this boy's life. And one of the he wrote a letter to his dad that never got to him. And uh, he says, I'm putting it up in here so that somebody can read it. And uh, one of the things that it was is I know you now, oh, I know you more than any other person on this planet and I hardly know you at all. Got no friends in? It was pretty dark. His dad's got any friends. So there was like some really like um, deep and dark stuff. Oh, so, like that. Oh, so let me just get the context. So he means like I, the fact that you're not in my life tells me everything I need to know about you. Well, it's like saying you're, not, you're hardly in my life, yet I know you more than any person on this planet. How? I know you more, it was. I wish I knew the exact word. I know you more than any other person on this planet, and I hardly know you at all. It was something along those lines. It was poetic. I mean, that just sounds like one of those. Let it be poetic. I, I don't like poetry. Like, oh, I mean, I the, I've already got my muggle yeah, corner see, things. So you're going to love where I'm going with this. So what I'm trying to say is everything was po- poetic, everything was romantic, everyone had a, everything had a story, and then there was this plinth lit up from the bottom with the, foot, the video game football manager <laughs> on the plinth. So everything was romantic, and then there was some cold, hard reality right in the middle of the museum. Uh, what was the football manager one? Was that the one? That he played football manager instead of giving her attention. Like most relationships, <laughs> that sounds like one of those. Like, maybe it's just me, and this is again, this is coming from a man who does not do relationships. Whenever I get into about one three month relationship every two years to remind myself of why I hate them, and it's just the thing of like, I've got my life, and I very much love my life, and like, you gotta be part of it. Like, if you're being my life, you gotta be. You never get to be the center of it. Yeah. You never get to be my world. You like. And not because anyone else is, just because a bunch of people are, like, and a bunch of things. Like, comedy is my life. Like, I love to, I love my friends to come in and be like, oh, you like your friends more than me? Yes, I do. Because they've been in my life for eight years. 
Known them longer. Yeah, they've put in the groundwork. You're going to be there like, when you're gone. Imagine going to a job interview, getting it, right? And then three months later, you're looking at the fucking CEO being like, how's he getting all the attention? What, what do you mean? He's put a fucking shift in for tech. He built the company from the ground up. He made <laughs> yeah. the company what I have today. Smashing it. Like a fucking genius in the Apple store is being like, oh, why Steve Jobs giving all the credit? Everyone talks about Steve Jobs. What about me, Gary? Yeah. Work in the Southampton store. I know, I sold three iPhone 7s this week. Oh, where's, where's my credit? You don't get any. Work your way up, can't. So, as well, that says a lot more about the person who... Right, like, I've been in a relationship where I've been with my partner thinking, I wish I was with my mates, I wish I was uh, playing computer games, Aye. I'd rather be anywhere else. Like, I've been on holidays with, in partnerships where I've, like, I wish my mates were here. Aye. Right, but I've got a girlfriend now that I'd, I'd happily turn off football manager to spend time with her. Well done, her. Aye. Is someone coming into our room? No, it's just upstairs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can, like... I've had problems with like exes uh, in the past. Like a couple of girlfriends go, I play FIFA, I love FIFA. It's how I relax after gigs. Like I'll smoke a joint and I'll play FIFA because the weed calms me down and the uh, TV moving and my controls like distracts my eyes and it distracts my hands. Like I can listen to podcasts with it, I can hold conversations while I'm playing with it. But just when you're mine's in the hyperactive mode. And uh, yeah, years and years ago, I had this girlfriend when I was on the phone to her, I'd be playing FIFA. And, like, she'd be half an hour into the conversation. She'd be like, are you playing FIFA? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, you're not giving me full attention. I'm like, you only just notice now. Yeah. You only notice when I cheered. <laughs> like, it is well. It's difficult. Like, why would you compete with that kind of stimulation anyway? Like, she can't give you FIFA. Aye. Like, it's, it's entirely... Don't, don't, don't they go, oh, I can't give you FIFA, but I'm also going to go in a direct competition with FIFA. It's also like people who, like, ever had... Uh, this is for me the ultimate test for any girl. Uh, if you know, like, when you get into that stage in relationship where you're like, "What's your favorite movie?" and they go this, and you go, "Oh, this one's mine." I'm like, oh, "I've not seen your favorite movie. Let's watch it together." And then you watch it with them, and they talk through it, or they sit on their phone. That's the decision. That's when I is that a deal breaker for you? Oh, if you don't like Warrior, as I've always said, one of my uh, favorite films. If you, you you had a chick over. Was it was it Warrior we were watching? Yes. And the chick was whispering in your ear, like not even like she wasn't even talking that it would interrupt us. It was just this like almost like there was a dripping tap. Yeah. In the room, and I was just like, Daddy, I mean, I'm trying to mentally project to you that you need to snap her neck on the spot. <laughs> yes. Don't talk. To, I had a, uh, another girlfriend that spoke all the way during. Uh, TV. Oh my! Uh, like, I, again, I'm friends with like 99% of my ex-girlfriends, uh, and I, I'll admit that in again 99% of them, it's my fault that the breakups happen. Uh, years and years ago, I had another girlfriend, and her she lived in a flat with like three girls. Now there was three bedrooms, one bathroom, a kitchen, a dining room, and a living room with a TV in it. And whenever I was over, like if I was watching TV, her friends would come in, her flat was coming, and they start talking to her, and I'd turn the TV up. They'd be like, that's being rude. I'm like, no, it's not being rude. There is one room in this house where I can watch television. There are seven where you can have a fucking conversation. Yeah. Like, so the, t- the difficult situation is you're in their house. Yeah. You're then like, a, I think you just have to like succumb to them not having very good hospitality. You, go, you don't have very good hospitality, but I can't go against that. Yeah, I, d- I mean, I never, I never complained out loud. It was, yeah. you know, it was a bite in the tongue thing, but in hindsight, I'm just like... Yeah. I had a girlfriend once that just talked all the way through blowjobs. Is there what? (laughs) What? What are you saying? Don't stop. (laughs) Don't talk with your mouth. A quarter full. (laughs) Yeah, I can make out everything she was saying. I don't know why I'm lying. Oh, right. Should we get on to Muggle Corner? 
There are some muggles in the world. We've, um, right, for, the okay. I feel like the stamp has worked on, um, on Facebook, but I also feel like a lot more people have stopped making comments since we started putting the stamp. Good. For those of you that didn't listen to last week's episode, I've been getting so many muggle comments on every post that I write because I accept every friend request. So people from all walks of life, people I've just brushed past in my life, I get a window to my world and they always comment and a lot of them are very muggly. So I put the muggle stamp on. To stop it, but I feel like people that aren't muggles are now afraid to comment in Good. case they get labelled a muggle. Good. So like, I'll put a status that'll go down well, but not get much comments on it. Aye. Because of the muggles. I don't. I don't get what you're complaining about. It's great. I thought right? people were like, "Oh, I got a taxi last so, week, and the guy must listen to the podcast because he didn't say a word to me." Good. Good on him. <laughs> like, uh, for, for those of you, since of our one star review, since this is just you joining in private chat, I feel like we should give you the backstory to Muggle Corner, even though you all know what it is. But clearly, if oh, you don't, don't want you to feel left out. Oh, I don't want you to feel left out. If you're a new listener and you can't catch up on seven fucking episodes, yeah, here's just, what you missed. Just get up on the end joke just off the context. All right. Muggles is a term that me and Kai have stolen from the Harry Potter universe to use to describe uh, other people when they just do something a bit dull, a bit tedious, and just didn't need to have... Just a very plain vanilla thing to Are do. Are you looking forward to curry the night? Ah, uh, it was Thursday, innit? I always treat myself to a curry on Thursday. I like Thursday because they're both on. You get extenders and curry. Uh, <laughs> you get them both. Ah, uh, it's just... It's like a little treat and I get a curry with them. Do you get a curry? I oh, get a curry. Do you go to... Do you go to John's? No, I go to... Uh, Big Daffs. Big Daffs? <laughs> Big Daffs. I'll have to try that one. I don't think one. it's actually called. I'll, ha- I'll have to try that one, but you know what? Me and me and our Malcolm, we don't like to change the thing. We've got one that we like, and you don't want to risk curry Thursday at a different place and not liking it and just going, I wish I just stayed at church. Oh, you've wasted a Thursday then. Then, I've got, then it's been a fortnight since my last decent curry. It's like it's tradition. There's a reason to stick to it. Now, again, muggle is a derogatory term that we use, but... You, everyone does muggle things. Me and Kai are guilty of doing muggle things every day, as are you. This does not define you. It does not mean you're a muggle for life. It just means that if you do any of these things or you're guilty of them, you have to stand in the corner for 30 seconds so you can understand why what you did was wrong or annoying and didn't need to be done. So I'll go first. Muggles leave kisses on Facebook comments. Yes. Like, that annoys me. Even in t- text, like, to an extent... Because it's out of context. Emojis I'll let you get away with because emojis, as annoying as I find them, do give context. I'm crying with laughter. I've got an awkward face on. Imagine you spoke to someone, right? And every time they finish a sentence, they kissed you. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you post a simple, like, oh, mate, just went to Tesla's house today. It was really interesting. Oh, Kai, that's really interesting. I'm going out for a couple of drinks tonight. Do you want to come? <laughs> it's just weird. Like, Where are you going to go, like? Kiss? <laughs> well, you have to thinking about you, hun. Like oh. you're just kissing during a conversation. I saw my mate Matty. Uh, I saw him texting his missus Becky, and right. he put like like hundred kisses on the text. Right. Like I'm talking, I reckon a hundred would probably be about right. Oh, really? It was like lines and lines and lines of kisses. Like it, it was, was, like if it was more kisses if, than content. If it was saying back in the days of Nokia thirty three tens, it would come through as three separate messages. Yeah, like two of them just full kisses. Yeah. <laughs> what time you coming round? So you put all of these kisses on, and um. You know what, as well, he wrote them out. Like if, like, if I had this, like, fucking relationship, this shackled relationship that dictated <laughs> that I had to put this many kisses on, I'd go into the back door on my phone, no. I'd go into the settings, and I'd make it so I had, like, a quick key. 
that like a hundred kisses, you, you just press. Oh, you just put two and then it two, spams it. Two and then it spams it, so they don't they don't know that you've not put any effort in. Oh, you know. But as well, do you reckon Becky's getting this text going? One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ninety-seven, ninety-seven. Oh, what have I done wrong? Oh no! Oh, is it because I didn't make him a coffee this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't iron any shit. <laughs> I didn't iron his duvet. Fucking muggles. Uh, two of my good friends, but what a pair of fucking muggles. Oh, I do, like, people who do three kisses. Like, imagine them having a conversation. What are you doing tonight, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let it on for hours. Like, I, I've, not, I've not had a girlfriend in a while, but I don't think I ever left kisses. Just assume I love you. Like, yeah. Like, I don't need to reinforce it. Like, I would actually say, like, if I start leaving kisses, it's like, oh, what's he done? Oh, oh, you can you can like use it use it for your power if if you don't put kisses on at all on any text right. and then all of a sudden like you're coming home from work and you're like oh could you run me a bath kiss they're just instantly feeling good about themselves because they've got this kiss that they didn't expect. Right. Right. Oh, like, like, it a good mood today? Like you know if you never apologize mm. and then the time you do apologize it counts. Uh, yeah. But if sorry just falls so easily out your mouth when you apologize for something it's it, so maybe it's like putting a kiss on a text could be used as a little bit more like All right. I've never said sorry in my life so whenever I do apologize to someone they're getting a fucking statue made of them. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I've never been wrong. Yeah. yeah. So do you agree kisses on mug Stasis. Yeah, I think the, the only way, like as you say, emoticons, it's the same as putting emoticon on, like say if you put something that could be construed as being serious, but if you're like, oh, I hope they know I'm joking when I write that, I can't put tone of voice on it, you put a little cry face on, a little uh, tears coming out the side, laughing. Um, but if you haven't got emoticons, if you've got like an old phone, then if you want something to be known that you're just messing no, around, you're joking. But, yeah, but no, who's commenting on Facebook on an old phone? Muggles. So the only way that that's not muggly is if you've got a muggle phone. Well, I don't know. If you've got a muggle phone, how are you getting on Facebook, though? Nokia 3310. You fucking dipshit. Like, what phones that can connect to Facebook don't have a motorcon to your daft I'm going to knock you on Facebook. I mean, Nokia. <laughs> you stupid. I mean, yeah, that's I get, 30. I get an extra 30 seconds. Yeah, that's 30 seconds of the corner for you there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes, here's the exceptions. If you are a gran. Right, if you're a grand and a grand parent, right, and it's that's how you communicate with your kid. I felt so guilty the other day because I opened up my emails and I had an email from my grandparents being like, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Hope the tour's going well." Because I've been away from home for two weeks, I've not been able to phone them. Yeah. I've just not thought about it. Like they went, my grandparents, like born in 1876, right, went through the trouble of working out how the internet worked to send me an email. I'm like. Oh, God, the ordeal you must have gone through just to let you, me know that you love me. They claimed Mount Doom, didn't oh, they? I feel like a piece of shit. I mean, I, I, mean, I would uh, apologise to them, but I'm, I'm not going to put them through the stress of downloading a co- fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to listen to this. No. So, um, you know, my, you know, this is a funny one. Do you know my mum's never used the internet? Get How she got all those videos online, then? <laughs> Dad uploads them. <laughs> So, my um, mum never uses the internet. She'll, like, she'll occasionally ask my dad to look something up, but she's never used the internet. I can't get my fucking head around this because this is like someone going, oh, I don't use roads. Mm. Like, you don't use roads. How, How do you get, get about them? <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> like, it's the information age. Oh, How are you meant to 
receive data. Anyway, she doesn't use the internet, but um, she does text, and this is like a recent movement. She got a phone a couple of years ago, and she sends text messages. But if I, if I get a text off my mum, I know, like your grandparents send that email, I know she's agonised over that text, and it's took her a little while, even to just to open the fucking text message box, it's took her a while, let alone type it out. So what I do is, as soon as my phone beeps and I get it, I reply with the quickest but longest message I possibly can. <laughs> so it blows a fucking syrup. So my mum just goes like, send, beep, beep. And there's just a fucking, like, like th- Just fucking, fucking war and peace comes through. Yeah. She's bragging to all her friends. He, our guy, oh, he's like fucking. I think he's got six thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Which could just be a blithe thing. Well, having six thumbs. <laughs> I think it's because Kev's my brother. <laughs> right, so kissing, kissing on Facebook comments in the corner for 30 seconds. Yep. You're allowed emoticons, that's possible. Um, so this is the one that was uh, suggested by a Twitter follower right. that was on about vague, passive-aggressive Facebook statuses that provoke oh, you okay, yeah. hon? DM me. Oh, so the right, you know what? Right, people on here bitching about stuff. Why don't you have the balls to say it to my face? Why don't you have the balls to say it to their face? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just saying it near them oh, in the same airspace. Oh, I've had a really rough day. Are you okay? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. You do. You do. You put it on Facebook. Yeah. It's social media. Yeah, I can't stand. Uh, let's start being like uh, being vague about positive stuff. Oh, oh I got such a boner about what's happening tonight. What's <laughs> happening? Don't want to talk about it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't tell anyone. Oh, I love this person so much. They've done so much for me today. I honestly couldn't have gotten through today without you. Who? None of your business. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's 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 literally a cry for cry for attention, and then it's the dinner. I don't mind cries for help. Like sometimes, friends with a lot of comedians, people going, "I'm having a fucking awful day. I don't know what to do. I'm stressed." And then you go, "Anything I can do," and they go, "And you go I'm here to talk," and then they talk to you, and you to have a laugh. I don't mind that cry for attention because you're looking for the help as well. Yeah. Like it's 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 genuine. But when it's this fucking fake, like oh, oh. So, some people are so two faced and they need to keep their nose out of other people's business. Oh, oh thanks for that blanket statement about oh. people that are like that. I'm sure that wasn't uh, provoked by one individual person that you're trying to snipe at on Facebook. Oh, and why are you friends with them? A two faced nosy prick. Like I'm not friends. Honestly, like I'm. I strongly believe, like, with my Facebook group of friends, if I needed 50 quid from any of them, I could, 90% of them was like, I need 50 quid. I mean, some of them would ask questions, and some would be like, I've not heard from you in a while. But, not, like... If if you went to a friend looking for 50 quid, because you're, like, successful and stuff, if you went to a friend looking for 50 quid, that wouldn't just be, uh, like, you looking for 50 quid, that would be you telling them you had a problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Aye. He's either gambling or he's fucking putting it all up his nose. Aye, but like literally just putting the points. So that pound, would be a bigger just crime. The, just putting the pound coins up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> aye, no, aye, passive-aggressive Facebook status is... Um, I'd be unrolling the £50 note going, Daniel, have you got a drug problem? <laughs> aye. Because uh, I'm not friends with like that many people still from like... Not my primary school days, because... Like, I went to a different high school. Like, I'm not friends with many people from my primary school. Yeah. And I reckon a lot of them grow up to be, you know, quite muggly. But, uh, but just not. So I don't, I don't see that much. Most yeah, of my no, I get, yeah, I get a lot of, a lot of blithers. A lot oh. of blithe friends. I think there's, like, a lot of just, like, working class aggression oh, getting on there. There's, there's never a passive-aggressive status that's spelled correctly. 
Yeah, yeah, with that fucking space before a full stop that I can never get my head around what, how yeah. people do it. Like, yeah, I've got a, there's a comic friend of ours, Davy Jones. Oh, Davy Jones, who's, 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 every, who's about to be a movie star, I mean, yeah. Davy Jones is uh, in a movie that we sadly can't see called I, Daniel Play. We spoke about it last week. I uh, cannot fucking wait to see it. Go Davey see jo- the movie. Dave Johns, again, most comics, if you ask Dave Johns, most of them will say, he compared my first gig. Like, that's who Dave yeah, Johns is. He's been is. there forever. He's been there forever. He's always been the headliner. He's always, he's just this fucking stellar comic who's now broken through in this amazing movie as well. Yeah. And, uh, on maybe- Facebook, there's always a full stop before a space. space How'd you do that? Space before full stop. It's space before the. How'd you do it? Yeah. Why? It's impossible. Like, because you press space twice and the full stop comes up automatically. Right. But then if you press space, right? I don't know how he's doing it. It's like he physically has to be doing it. Right. He has to be pressing space then full stop for it to happen. But like every time, and another one he does is full stop, full stop, comma. Yeah, but it's also is that a thing. But the thing is, it's not. He's not stupid. No. Nah. Like, uh, Davy Johns knows more about this world than I do. Like. So it's, it's normally you'd be like, oh, maybe I mean, he's got a little bit of a stutter when he gets excited, but I don't know how that translates <laughs> into the written form. <sighs> right, my next one. Uh, this, I'm going to combine two here. They should be two separate things, but normally they are combined. Muggles take pictures of their food and also excessive hashtags or any hashtags ever. Right. Like, I think I'll, I'll be guilty of the hashtag thing. Why? I'll sometimes put like... But in a way, I'm trying to be ironic. Yeah, no, ironic of, hashtags, fine. But I think that's what most people are doing when they put a bunch of hashtags. No one's putting a hashtag thinking, oh, I hope the person that's looking up that hashtag finds my post. Nah, go on Instagram. I can say a name, which I will say uh, off microphone just in case. Oh, right, okay. Right, so there are people, I just said the name, there are people that genuinely use... And you don't think they're just like... Sp- no, absolutely not. Spamming it to fill the... Hashtag tea. love, hashtag gavel, uh, hashtag healthy meal, hashtag healthy living, hashtag kale. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? Yeah. And taking pictures of your food is... Look, unless you, unless you work for a restaurant and you do that page there, I don't care what you're about to eat. It is well, like like food. Food for me is the, I'm not I'm not that big into I'm not a big foodie. Like I like to eat. Obviously, I eat fucking four meals a day. Right, and you're whatever. Sometimes, but like that, they are very much in the way for me. Like I would, I, I like as much as I like eating because I have to. Fuck, I think I would be contemplating it if someone says, "Look, you're never going to be hungry again. You're going to get all the nutrition you need. You may never have to have a meal." I'd be like, "Fuck, that's going to save me hours and thousands." Oh, I'm the same. But this, is, but what I will say is, I know there are people listening to this who fully disagree. Now, Jean, yeah. uh, our, our friend, my best friend, flatmate, loves food. Is an absolute foodie. Here's the main difference between me and Jean. If you were to give, when they invent pills right, that are full meals, I'll never eat another meal again. Yeah. She's the opposite. Like, there are people who love food. Fucking hipsters. Aye. But if you love food, this is not you. But as if you're taking the picture, like, who's it for? Yeah, because that's how I can't get my head around it because, like I say, like, food is just an obstacle for me. I'm like, oh, my body's hungry. I need to eat. I'm not going to, like, oh, I'm going to take a photo of this and show other people. It's like, um, clothes are very much a necessity for me. I'm not big into fashion. Like, I don't, like, I wear clothes because I've got to cover myself up and stay warm. I thought you said clothes. Clothes. like, cloves of garlic. Cloves of garlic. I'll take loads of pictures of cloves of garlic, but that's just, like, to keep my vampire friends. My one food exception. <laughs> not like clothes. I'm not. I'm not like banging the fashion. But I understand people are, and they'll take photos. They're like, this is my new coat. But I'll be like, that coat's gonna keep me warm. All right. And, and so I like. I, I'm on a different frequency to. 
don't by people in fashion. I'm the same. I would I'm actually with uh, with sleep. If the if there was like a machine invented that was a sleep accelerator that instead of climbing into a bed, you could just plug yourself in and you come out like feeling like you'd had a good eight hours right. and you'd had like some heavy dreams and had like uh, just uh, like artificial sleep. See, so probably wouldn't go to bed. No, I do love I do love sleep, but yeah, but only because you get tired. Yeah, yeah. What I've always fantasized about, like, is you know, if you get the clock that freezes time. My primary use of that would be you sleep. I to pause time, go to sleep, wake up. But I have to have the sleep. I don't want this sleep accelerated. But what if the sleep accelerator felt like you'd had? So you just feel exactly the way you do when you get out of bed. It's, except it's maybe it's a bit more refreshed because you're less dehydrated because you haven't been lying there for eight hours not eating and not drinking. I'm, right. So the fifteen minutes go by and you've still had the same amount of dreams, the same brain waves, and everything. Am I, am I still in bed? Um. Yeah. Sure. I've got to be in bed. I love bed. Bed's best. I was, I was thinking it's probably like a machine, like a sunbed that you climb in and like pull it down on yourself. Nah, nah, it's, it's like, got to be like if you could, if you can. I don't know, maybe they could make it the, comfy. That's what they've invented. That surely they could make it. No, soft. That, that's for me where the time freezing has to exist because I freeze time. I get into my bed, my comfy bed, and I sleep for eight or nine hours, and then I wake up and it's still fucking you know one o'clock in the morning, and I yeah. can just go up and do stuff. I, I fucking wish that I could just get out of bed whatever time I wake up naturally and just press me watching at nine a.m. You know, just start your day at 9am every day Because there's some days well There's fucking There's a luxury of being an evening entertainer right. Is you can lie in bed all day Most days right. But fuck man When I wake up and it's one I feel bad I wake up at one and feel like Oh god That's like a bit of my life I've just given away Sometimes like like I think the main reason you oversleep Because you and I When we get periods at home I'll go Right It's fucking 12 at night I'm just going to go to bed Realistically I'll be on my phone for an hour uh, or I'll read a book I'll be in bed by one And then eight hours sleep Wake up at nine I'll probably get out of bed About quarter to ten I'll finish my breakfast By about quarter past ten That's quarter past ten Whereas When I go to bed at night And I'm like Twelve o'clock at night You'll go oh, I see I'm just going to stay up And then I'm just like Why? You're, just, you're doing uh, all the stuff now That you could Okay Because so you know, then you'll delay it You won't go to sleep Until three or four You'll just stay up naturally And I'm like you know what I like about them hours when you've got to bed? Right. Every fucker's got to bed. It's great. <laughs> Man, like, there's no, there's no traffic on Facebook. Is, is, there's is no that, notifications. Is your, is you're not getting text messages. your only time away from me. <laughs> it's away from people. Uh, you get like, where, if you can stay up while everyone else is in bed, you're the only one up. It's fucking brilliant. All right. Mm, all right, I'll give you that one then. But do you agree, taking pictures of food, hashtags, excessive hashtags and non-ironic ones? Yeah. Like, if you've taken a picture of you and... Your partner, and it's like couple, couple Thursday, or oh, TBT throwback Thursday to when we were in Mallorca. Michaels, yeah, in the corner you go. Okay, but then I like it when like Milan, our friend Milan, is like hashtag best night ever, hashtag yeah, prove it, hashtag to him. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, hashtag, so hashtag look, if you hashtag, hashtag magazine cream, absolutely acceptable. Yeah, but if you're hashtagging something so that you get found in a search by other muggles, yeah, you're a muggle. Yes, get in there. Uh, Couples with matching clothes. Do people do that? His and his. No. I walked past a shop the other day. This is what made us think. Uh, it was a really like nice design t-shirt. With, like uh, it was black with gold writing on, and the gold said uh, "Her King," and there was a female one with "His Queen." And oh. I was like. Who are the fucking muggles that's buying that shit? Oh. But then it's quite an old people thing to do. You get like his and her regatta jackets. People that go for walks in the hills. The old couples will be wearing like the same. Oh, that's that's adorable though. Like I'll agree, and I will also stand in the corner for thirty seconds because uh, my last girlfriend, we both had gone to altitude where they give you the 
lederhosen jammies, which for me are the comfiest things in the entire world. It's just jammy bottoms, but they look like lederhosen. And then also, I mean, I wear vests around the house because I'm a fucking narcissist and I like them. And she was a girl, and so she wore vests. And there was, we both woke up and put on our separate jammies. And I was in my lederhosen. Matching jammies, muggle. Aye. Matching jammies. It was, it was totally accidental. It? it was totally it accidental. Fucking matter. No, I was kidding. No, I was kidding. You've oh, got man, I've like got these... them with you. You've got them too. What? We've got matching jammy bottoms. They're lederhosen from I've never wore them once. I just oh, got them as a gift. You're missing them. it. Give me them. I'll wear them. I think they're still at your house. I'll wear them first and then I'll wear them. <laughs> so, um, I think your fucking girlfriend started wearing them. Right. No. Oh, no, she got some from when right. she was there. Um, so, yeah, I think just matching clothes with your partner the minute you start thinking that's acceptable. You're <laughs> running the same gear like a pair of fucking twins. Right. <laughs> like, weird. Like, that's only acceptable if... The only time it's acceptable to wear matching clothes is if you're brother and sister and you are born on the same day. Uh, yeah, if you're twins and you're under the age of five and you're not in charge of buying your clothes yet and your parents are fucking hilarious people. Because I tell you what, say if I have t- twins or triplets, I'm absolutely doing that forever and ever. We you not give them completely different identities, like have one of them. So you've got like little twins, five years old, right? You've got one of them dressed like a fucking 60s Italian gangster with like white suit on and a fucking trilby hat. And you've got the other one like a 90s hip hop gangster, like with a fucking big chain <laughs> on, baggy jeans. Dress one up as a blood and one as a crip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just know a fucking shark and a jet. I don't oh, know. What? Do- right. Do you know about this? No. When you were jet, you were jet. Was a jet? The minute that you light your first cigarette. Never heard of the Sharks and the Jets? No. It's the fucking original Romeo and Juliet that was made after it by about 500 years. Sharks and Jets? Aren't sharks those and Jets, it's team? West Side Story. It's uh, a big, big musical. Uh, that's why I've never seen it. You don't like musicals? No. I mean, who does? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking love a musical. I fucking love it. A whole new world. Oh, don't do them. Don't you dare close your eyes. Want to see Aladdin? I know. On my birthday? I know. Oh, that was... <laughs> like, here is how whipped you are in your relationship. <laughs> I'm not whipped. You fucking... We'll put it to a public... I like it when, I like it when she calls the shots sometimes. She makes good calls. Oh, so on Aye. Kai's birthday, Kai's birthday, right, his girlfriend managed to convince him to buy them both tickets to go see Aladdin at the West End. <laughs> like... You're so under the fucking... That, that's the I, most under the thumb shit. I uh, bought them for her. On your birthday? No, I bought them. I didn't... You didn't you don't, I wouldn't have gotten the tickets if I bought them on the day, Daniel. It's fucking <laughs> sort after show. <laughs> I bought them well earlier. On your birthday? I hadn't bought her a Christmas present. Because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you forgot Christmas? So in April... <laughs> it's not like a birthday where... So in like, April, I was can, like, I might get her something because I didn't... <laughs> Did you forget Christmas? Wait, I didn't forget. Did the decorations it. not give it away? Well, this is the thing with Christmas is I think I think it's fucking nonsense, right? I, I love to just buy people gifts. Mm. I think that would be so nice if you just buy someone a gift, they're not expecting it, right? But when the fucking this corporate bullshit forces you to buy a gift for someone, so that if you know if you buy someone a gift, they appreciate it. But Christmas is a situation where if you don't buy someone a gift, you're a cunt. That's not how gift giving should be. Uh. It really isn't, right? So I'm fucking I so dig my heels in with Christmas, and every year I'm like, oh fuck it, I'd rather just like I end up giving people money, mm. right? I'll give me mum and dad money, I will give Gav money, I will give me nephew money, my sister money. I'll just give people money. Oh, it's totally it, thoughtless. Oh, I want a right. Sorry, boys, I thought it was gonna be a white Christmas, but apparently Kai's making it rain. I'm making it rain, right? Because <laughs> this is my I don't want to be a cunt present, right? right? Like, but I'll get his gifts at random intervals throughout the year. 
See, if for, I want. No, to. I understand where you're coming from, and I, I just probably agree with you. But I love Christmas. I absolutely adore Man, it. Man, it is well. I never get returns for my investments. I don't think I have since I was about fifteen years old. I'll like I'll throw in about fucking a thousand pound and get a fucking get get a bit back. You know, some nice gifts. I see. That's that's probably what the difference is. So for me, Christmas I'm never getting a return for every investment. Christmas. My grandparents nail the presents. My mum is amazing at presents. The house is done up. Jean buys me fucking greatest presents. I buy her great presents. Uh, my dad, my aunts and uncles, and then we also around have a massive fucking Christmas meal and get absolute shifters together. Like. We decorate the house together, me and Jane, and like I love, I love it. And if that's muggly, and I am inclined to agree that it is. Yeah. No, it's all right. I, I, I generally get that. I dig my heels in, and then I eventually give in and, right. and do something. Um, but one year, I went to fucking, I went to Sri Lanka and just did, just completely declined Christmas and spent the whole time on a beach. Best Christmas fucking ever. That's my nightmare. Yeah, see, that's because you love going away for Christmas. Oh, I put a Santa hat on, I took some pills. <laughs> I had a fucking great time. I was swimming with my brother towards a double rainbow on Christmas morning. Oh. It was fucking wonderful. You that's c- the spirit of Christmas. You no. couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't pay me to not be at my house at Christmas. Like, it's got to be every Christmas for the rest of You're life. You're the least religious family in the world. Aye, we are. Well, no, not not my not that side of the family. My uncle's the minister and stuff, but it's ah, but, but for us, and I fully agree with you. Like, but you're complaining about you know it's a religious thing that's been uh, made fucking corporate, whatever. But we we've not made it corporate. We've made it family. For me, Christmas is nothing to do with yeah. religion. It's to do with everyone that I love and has raised me and yeah. all my favourite people sat around getting shit-faced. Yeah, well, I've, I've always said that, like, if you give, if you had two weeks off at the same time as all of your family and all of your friends, I would fucking get behind any story. You could make it Narnia instead of Jesus and I would fucking celebrate Aslan, the birth of Aslan, just to have two weeks off with me mates. It doesn't matter what the story is. If you're saying you get two weeks off, you get a load of fucking booze, a load of food off with your pals and fucking get behind it. And I did get behind it. I just didn't like the corporate nonsense. I like the party. And like mm. usually when Christmas comes, like um, one time I bought Natalie flights to Australia for to come out with us. And <laughs> so I should just, and you stayed in the UK. Yeah, I just get a one-way ticket. On a, it was a, I say flights, it was a boat. <laughs> but uh, just this one year, we just decided that um, we'd go shopping together and get each other something. But Natalie said that and then didn't... She'd actually jumped the gun and got me something to open. And then I was like, let's go around the shops. And we didn't really find anything on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day come. And I hadn't gotten anything. That's her fault. It like, that's, that's that classic fucking relationship. Let's not get each other anything. All right, okay, I won't. Oh, but I got, I got you a little thing. Fuck you, cunt. You're a piece of shit. You, like, whatever you tell me, again, in this relationship, whatever you tell me at face value, I will take, even if I know you're lying, right? Because you've got to learn not to lie. If I ask you, is everything okay? And you say yes through gritted teeth and evil eyes, I am pretending the rest of the day that everything is fucking okay because fuck you and your game. Like, be honest with me. I, Otherwise, I'll go for you. That's what I think they should do in football as well. Like, whenever a football player goes down and acts like his leg's broken from a small tackle. Treat it as a broken uh, leg regardless. Fly in a fucking helicopter, right? The second he gets back up, strap him down to the board. Put him in a cast. (laughs) Put him in a cast. Like, the way to get people to stop lying is to go fully along with their lies and make them suffer the fucking consequences of it. Yeah. Like, that's... that's, I I don't like that. I'm a very honest person. Yeah, so... Um, you've just made that sound acceptable that I didn't buy my girlfriend a Christmas present. It's absolutely is, because she said don't buy me anything. 
No, she did. She was like, we'll just get it together. Because I was home and horror and doing my whole hard bar mm. humbug thing. And we were like, oh, we'll go around the shops. But like, just because of circumstances, we checked at the hotel later, the shops were going to close. And I ended up not getting out anything on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day was closed. And then I just, right. Christmas came and went. But then I bought a Aladdin tickets to go on my birthday when I had a day off. Mm. So I didn't. This is why we got into this, isn't it? Aye. I went to Aladdin on my birthday. Because I bought a Christmas present that was late. I can't birthday. believe I'd say a lot. You fucking what other fucking musicals amazing. have you seen? Uh, the Book of Mormon. Oh, the Book, oh, Book of Mormon doesn't count. So good because uh, I've, I've seen Book of Mormon. I've also seen uh, We Will Rock You when I was young. I don't not like musicals. I just have you ever seen Les Mis Robles? I n- n- never will. You know, nah. My name is Javier Number Three Six Two. I went to Argos like Collection Point B. Is that an Argos thing? Come and collect no, number three, four, two. What's the first two. lyrics of that? <laughs> I don't know. What's he's like, that? he's oh. singing about Argos. No, well, I just my name I'm is. I'm making up the words. Oh, right, okay. I don't know them. But he's like, he's got a number because he's a he's a he's a prisoner. Right. He's like, my name is Jean Valjean, number three six two. <laughs> I go to the Chinese and order the number fifty seven. Be from black bean noodles. <laughs> he just says lots of numbers. I don't know what he's saying. I just sing along anything I, mean, I think of. <laughs> It's the opposite of karaoke. Uh, you just make it up. <laughs> uh, oh, don't do any more. My name is Kai Humphreys from NE24. The area code is 01670. Here's my phone number. What you did? 07860. Don't <laughs> <laughs> give your number on this. What was your original Muggle Corner there? What did this stem from? Uh, couples matching clothes. Oh, yeah, Muggles. Yeah, absolute Muggles. Especially on your wedding day. Unless you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gay, totally acceptable. Although, that fact, no, in fact, that's, would you say that Even was... Even then, you still have your own identity, guys. No, but no, suits. Like, a lot of suits. Yeah, because you have, the, like, the matching suit with your best man and stuff like that, there, but when you have the matching suit with your groom. Aye, I think so. And uh, I don't know if... Hey, if you know the answer to whether you wear the matching suits with your groom in a gay marriage, could you please send a message to P.O. Box 1924? <laughs> <laughs> right, my next one is... Muggles Hill Walk with matching regatta jackets. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Hill Walk in general. Like, you know what? I thought so. It's not a sport. I thought it's so. Not a thing. And oh, then go look at the mountains. Why? Look at pictures. Can I? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to Dave Harrigan, who's right. lost a lot of weight, right? And he's looking really trim. And I was like, "Fucking hell, you been going to the gym?" And he's like, "No, I've just been doing walking around the countryside." Because uh, we live in yeah, Northumberland, right. fucking beautiful countryside. And I, I couldn't get my head around how you would lose weight doing that. And then I started looking into uh, fat loss. And you've got to keep your heart rate super low. Like um, for me, as a 33-year-old, I have to keep it to about 122 beats per minute. So for him, it would be uh, lower heart rate than that. Now, I went out for a jog with a heart rate monitor on. And fuck me, I was crawling to stay at this heart rate. Like, I wanted to run faster, but I couldn't. Mm. So if you're walking on hills, your heart rate's probably going to be at that, that, that it perfect, like, 65 70% BPM okay. to, for fat loss. All right, okay. So Again, potentially as, it is. As always, as always, the, the uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for it is, one of the clauses of this, if it's for health, absolutely. As always, if anything you're doing is for health or whatever, absolutely fucking fine. But I know people that just go, we're going to go climbing up a Monroe and have coffee at the top. Do you, well, do you not like the scenery? Nah. You live, you live in Scotland? I do. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love driving through the scenery. And you I don't want to get out of the car and walk to the top of that hill and have a no, look around. Uh, yeah, and then snowboard down it, Fresh right? Country, yeah. When I'm in the yeah. fucking Alps, I'm at the top. But I'm snowboarding. I love the scenery then. But I'm boarding. 
Like I'm doing all the fucking thing. Fucking see, love snowboarding. See, come to Altitude. Yeah, come to Altitude. Snowboard with us on the 10th of December. 10th of December to the 15th. Definitely Don't not it. come. Like, like you know, if, I, get, I get it, right? If you, because I've come, I've lived my life strapped for cash, right? right? Some people can't afford to go snowboarding. You know, if you can afford to go snowboarding, and you listen to this, and you don't come to altitude, you're fucking playing what the game wrong, man. And the views, there, the views there are amazing. Again, I would say the same thing. I've only mountain biked about twice, right? But again, that was, I'm in the fucking country, I'm enjoying it, but there's another bit fucking to it. And again, if you're hill walking to stay in shape, which is, again, if you're over the age of 40, keep up. Like, that's health, health, health. If you're 25, like, in the prime of your life, yeah. and you get your thrills... From like if this goes in Muggle Corner, I feel like I might need to join Muggle Corner. It's not something I do frequently. I know like uh, Gav and Ricketts and all that. They do this little adventure club where they'll go camping and they'll go for a walk and oh, they'll just more, like that's more things. That's that's just canoeing. Detach. That's canoeing. That's camping. camping. That's an overnight thing. That's an experience. Like hell, what? Like and again, well, I'll, at a certain I'll age, I think you just. I think you have to become. It comes at a certain age because here's and this is why I'm wrong for a bit, right? Yeah. Is because. I'm still so young. I've not seen all the world. I, I, I still enjoy getting drunk. I still enjoy being a fucking idiot. That's where I get my thrills from. And it, I think it does take a certain age until you want to get back to nature and you can truly see the fucking beauty of it. And that's fine. But if, you, if you're doing it before you're fucking 35, you've not seen everything else. You've not stayed up till seven off your nut. I liked it as a kid. I remember I used to go to Ingram Valley and walk to Lindholm Spout, which had a waterfall, and it was just nice, and there would always be different bugs and shit like that, and like, they would go by the stream, and there'd be frogs spawning, and like, uh, little fish and stuff. And I, just, I, I used to do it with my grandparents I, I all just, the time. Yeah, it's quite nice just getting involved with nature, especially in a world now where it's all fucking stuck in traffic, and if you live a city life, I reckon going for a walk in the hills, that, I, don't, I think it's not my no, All right, well, I'll disagree, but it does require a two-to-one vote, a two-vote even. Um... So what time are we on here, by the way? We're on oh, 48, fucking hell. So do a quick right. one. So I'll just do a quick one. I've got one that, that, that requires discussion, but we'll do it another time. I'm going to go ahead and say Muggles actually stand in the corner. <laughs> 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 if you've stood in the corner for any of these Muggle corners. Yeah, we haven't. Oh, no, Muggle. Oh, we've been lying to you. We haven't stood in the corner once. Not once. What do you think Muggles? You gullible fucking Muggles. You've been standing in the corner because of what two stoners said in a podcast, <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> Go so if you've done corner. that, go stand in the corner. 30 <laughs> and we mean it this time. You we mean it. Oh, you fucking sheep. Right, so we're going to plough through the last two games to keep this, because we want to try and keep it about an hour to make right. it palatable so you guys can do it. Like, oh, but we, should, we should warn you that uh, next podcast will be on, uh, the next podcast we're doing is on Sunday night because it will be released on Monday. But just to warn you, that is the day we are in Amsterdam and we have two days off afterwards. So the past three podcasts you've listened to, we've been incredibly sober for them, as opposed to the first couple when we were shit-faced and stood. Uh, Sunday night, the Monday podcast, just be warned, we are going to be higher than a fucking giraffe's fanny. Someone suggested we should do it on mushrooms. Now, I've been like on mushrooms before. I don't know if that would make good listening, but if I do it and you don't, maybe that oh, would be... Oh, you could do that. I, I don't like mushrooms. They're not my jam. Yeah, I think I'd probably get a bit repetitive too. Right. right, okay. So the next game we're going to play is a new one. Well, it was. it's not meant to be a new one. It was. We actually played it before, but then someone didn't fucking turn his fucking goddamn fucking microphone on, so we missed it all. This one is called Fantastic Lies. So what the game is, is if you say anything with enough confidence that's just vague enough, you can get people to believe anything. For example, we were once in Vegas, and uh, Kai said to me while I was hungover, 
can you believe Vegas is the only man-made city? And there was a solid three seconds where I was like, oh, wow, really didn't know that. Obviously, <laughs> you've rewrote the history because you went, I know. Oh, yeah. You confidently said, I know oh, just Vegas totally. is the only man-made city. And I had to say, like, what, do you think New York was made by ants? I know, Illuminati. Uh, I once convinced our friends Ricketts that uh, mussels were called pistachios of the sea. <laughs> yep. And I convinced my own girlfriend that uh, the M6 and the M1 get so heavily populated during rush hour that they had to be classified as cities and they each have a meh. <laughs> so these are just five fantastic lies that we've just made up that, uh, that sound believable. And there's not really a game to it, but if any of you want to see if you can convince any of your friends of these, you've got to drop it subtly in conversation. It's got to come out of... So it can't come out of nowhere because then it sounds stupid. It's got to be used in context. But if anyone... Uh, if you convince your friend of any of these, please let us know because we will feel incredibly smart. I'd be, asto- I'd be astonished. Uh, there's actually no such thing as the Chinese alphabet. They're just fucking with us. It's like in Toy Story when a human walks in and they all pretend to uh, be toys again. Anytime a British or American tourist turns up in China, they flip all the signs around just to confuse us. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly believe that's the case with whiskey in Scotland and deep fried anything. I don't think anybody in Scotland likes whiskey. They just dare to get people, English people to come up and drink it and go, Bleh. Well, I, I love deep fried pizza and deep fried haggis. Yeah, liar. It's Chinese alphabet. The first aeroplane was invented by the Wrights brothers, who lived on the Isle of Man and wanted to get off. The eldest eldest of the two, Ian Wright, was quoted in saying, necessity is the mother of creation. Uh, Avocados aren't actually healthy themselves, but eating them makes you talk about them constantly, so you actually burn off the calories wanking yourself off. (laughs) These are meant to be lies. This is a fact. Squares are mathematically circles, and although visually we can see that they are not, uh, it's yet, there's yet to be a formula to disprove that they're not circles. <laughs> Nobody actually believes in conspiracy theories. They just talk about them to find out who else is aware that conspiracy theories don't exist. <laughs> if you're doing the Macarena on a cruise ship, you will... <laughs> you will instinctively jump in the opposite direction should you cross the equator. <laughs> all dogs go to heaven, but all cats go to limbo and don't notice much difference. <laughs> Purgatory. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, bath me and feed me grapes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because the human body is 97% water. If you clutch a fistful of tea bags in each hand, you, are t- you technically become a cup of tea. <laughs> and fall into the tax bracket during prostitution. <laughs> it's physically impossible to make yourself throw up if you only use your middle finger on your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Try it, though. Uh. Putting tinfoil on your head actually does make it easier for the government to read your thoughts. Uh, the fallacy that it stops them uh, being able to get into your head was a clever piece of propaganda to make you do it. The propaganda backfired, and now the government can only read the minds of certified lunatics. <laughs> oh, good. Right. I want to our last and favourite game. Your dad jokes, where me and Kai just say horrible things about each other's dads. Uh, oh, facts. So that was a lie game. This is a cold-blooded truth game. Uh, this is all truth. Right, you go first. Your dad cried because I wouldn't give him 20 pence to use the nutty right outside of Sainsbury's. <laughs> Your dad uses used tampons as lipstick. <laughs> Your dad's currently stuck up a tree waiting for the fire brigade to save him. 
<laughs> Your dad lip synced his vows. <laughs> <laughs> Into a hairbrush. <laughs> Your dad is one of the only people in the world that can tickle himself. That's why he barely leaves the house. <laughs> Your dad bleaches his armpits. <laughs> Your dad opens the door to the paper boy and chats to him. <laughs> Your dad wears a glow-in-the-dark condom so he can pretend he's a Jedi with a lightsaber dick and he uses the force on your mum. <laughs> <laughs> your dad buried a time capsule in the back garden for you to dig up when he dies and all that's in it. It's a best condom. <laughs> <laughs> your dad uses a snorkel in the shower. <laughs> your dad keeps falling asleep on the tube and waking up with cockfusters. <laughs> <laughs> your dad vajazzles. <laughs> Your dad's Patronus is a butterfly. <laughs> Niche as fuck. Yeah. Your dad can only count to eight on his fing- uh, on his hand because he doesn't believe thumbs or fingers. <laughs> Your dad is so susceptible to peer pressure that he's bisexual. <laughs> your dad thinks your granddad is living on a farm somewhere and that he's not allowed to visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, your dad says grace before pooing. Grace. <laughs> Grace, watch this. Your dad filmed your school nativity play even though you left 20 years ago. <laughs> Instead of paying for a window cleaner, your dad cleans every window himself by steaming it up with his breath and rubbing it with his sleeve. <laughs> your dad wears knee pads, a helmet and a gumshoe while playing five-a-side. <laughs> what a muggle. Oh, and that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, so, uh, before we finish, uh, if you would like to see us on tour, this podcast is going up tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Uh, so, today's Wednesday. You can come see us in Antwerp, Belgium, 27th of October. On the 28th of October, Friday night, we will be in Bergen in Norway. Uh, 29th of October, uh, Oslo in Norway. That is almost sold out, so get them quickly. Uh, 30th of October in Amsterdam is completely sold out, so tough shit cunts. Uh, then we've got two days off because we are getting destroyed. And then there'll be a podcast on Monday, which will have further information. Yeah, yeah, there'll be the, the stoner one on, um, yeah. Uh, and then 2nd of November, Dusseldorf in Germany. Uh, 3rd of November, Cluj in Transylvania. Right. Which you did not believe was a real place. I did not know Transylvania was a real place. So our agent phoned me up and said, hey, Kai, uh, you're going to be doing a gig on the tour in Transylvania. And this was like me getting a phone call saying you're going to be doing a gig in Gotham City. <laughs> like, I took the information the exact same way. I was like, I didn't even realise that was real. And she was like, yeah, you know where Dracula's from? <laughs> this isn't helping your point. <laughs> Batman's from Gotham. Uh, so if you want to come see any of those dates, you can find them on Kai's website. KaiHumphreys.com Where you can also buy his uh, USB with his show from last year uh, All the dates are also on my website DanielSloss.com uh, Also, uh, thanks very much for listening to the podcast We didn't expect it to be going this well And hey, give us a five star review to wash out that cunt That yeah. took us off the leaderboard we, yeah. were, we, were, we were doing well, we were up with the best of them I mean, I don't really care But if it's a, it, Kai's very upset about it Nah, this is, a, this is why I'd like to be on that charts is because I've occasionally watched um, things that are on there yeah. so we're going to get more people that are just yeah, taking, yeah, a, yeah. taking a punt on us because we're on the page yeah. you know? uh, sweet, uh, apart from that um, fuck you, bye